Meanwhile, Mr. Jordan, the former college wrestler for years, was a hard right thorn in the side of House GOP leaders. Now he is touting his ability to wrangle the Republican Party's rebels as he vies to become House Speaker himself. A profile from Christina Peterson, congressional reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Christina, take us through it. Yeah, I mean, for years, Congressman Jim Jordan was sort of the problem child for House GOP leaders. He helped found this group called the House Freedom Caucus in early 2015 that really represented the hardliners in the House, and they were not afraid to make life difficult for their leadership. They're willing to sink bills that they viewed as insufficiently conservative, drive hard bargains and sort of internal strategy planning uh, sessions and generally try and pull the party to the right. And he was the sort of official co-founder and then for years sort of considered the unofficial mastermind behind a lot of the group's um, strategy. So it's quite an evolution to see him now running to be Speaker of the House. Um, and we have seen some changes in Congressman Jordan over the years when Former Speaker Kevin McCarthy became leader of the GOP after former Speaker Paul Ryan left. You know, we did see the two men reach sort of a detente. Uh, McCarthy really worked to bring the Freedom Caucus and in particular Jordan into the fold. And so they really have had a more constructive relationship. And and Jordan has not been quite the bomb thrower that he was in the past internally. um, He still, you know, trained his sights. on the Biden administration from his post at the Judiciary Committee and on the Select Committee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. We're speaking with Christina Peterson, congressional reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Her story is called One-Time House Rebel Jim Jordan Now Wants to Run the Place. Um, So he's got the backing of former President Trump as he eyes the gavel. Um, How does that factor in here? I think generally... Jordan's path to the speaker, if anyone has one, is he views himself as best equipped to win over the group of sort of 15 to 20-ish Republicans who really balked at voting for McCarthy in January. He sees his conservative credentials as the best way to get that group on board. Um, But, you know, there really isn't a clear favorite at this uh, no one at, at the moment has 218 votes to win an election to be House Speaker on the floor. So that's his pitch, but it's a little bit hard to know at this point if it's going to work out. Yeah. What about some of these Republican lawmakers, obviously up for re-election next year, who are in districts that were won by President Biden? Right. So for the more centrist Republicans, they are saying, we want to reinstate Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy himself has not ruled this out, and he did a big press conference on the violence in Israel earlier this week, so clearly seems to be positioning himself as still relevant among House Republicans. But, you know, there's still no evidence that he would be able to flip the eight Republicans who voted with Democrats to oust him last week. So there still really isn't anyone with a path a clear path to becoming the next speaker. Boy, Um, I guess it remains an outside possibility, right, that the House Minority Leader, Hakeem Jeffries, could be the speaker? I mean, unlikely, but it's a possibility? This seems pretty hard to imagine. Um, You know, I think that there's 
there's a lot of chatter about Democrats, you know, helping out McCarthy. It seems pretty unlikely that a Republican would vote for a Democratic leader. Uh, you know, I think there would have to be concessions made, and really the Republican side, since they control the majority, are the ones who would be able to hand out concessions. Um, but, you know, I do think that the violence in Israel has created this sense of urgency among lawmakers to get a new speaker elected. So that is a little bit of a wild card right now. Yeah. What the comments uh, recently from uh, former Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney about Mr. Jordan? Yeah, I mean, January 6th was an incredibly polarizing day in the Capitol. Um, the committee that investigated it said that Congressman Jordan did have at least one contact with former President Trump on that day. Um, Congressman Jordan did not vote to certify the uh, President Biden's electoral victory, and that is a, a point of real contention. Uh, former Congresswoman Liz Cheney, you know, really said that um, Congressman Jordan knew more than any other lawmaker about Trump's plans for the day, and she was very critical of any vote to establish him as the head of the House. Thanks, Christina. Christina Peterson, congressional reporter at The Wall Street Journal.